Hello and welcome to the NicheSiteTools.com podcast where we share experiences, tips, and tools to help everyone achieve a greater level of success with their online adventures. It's hard to believe, but we are already at episode number 50 of the NicheSiteTools.com podcast. So glad to have you here. And this week is going to be all about gratitude, my way of saying thanks to you guys out there, everyone listening, everyone that's been a part of the site in some way, shape, or form. I know I'm going to miss some folks, but if you have been a regular part of the site in the recent past, you will most likely hear your name today as I'm going to be just going over a bunch of things that have happened over the past year or so uh, since the podcast has been live in February of 2014 was when we kicked things off. And a lot of things have changed since then. I'll talk about some things that happened in the past, different things that change in the online marketing and uh, website niche business. You know, things change all the time. So we'll go over some of those things that have changed Talk about some of the where things are currently and uh, where things are going. And again, it's all about gratitude and just being thankful for you guys out there that are making this podcast a success, making the site a success, and continuing to motivate me to keep creating great content. And that's really what uh, keeps me going. But before we get into that, I'd like to quickly thank some new email subscribers this week. Ryan, Felix, Megan, Marvin, and Moti. Thank you guys so much for subscribing via email. I greatly appreciate it. So I went and looked back at what was going on when we started the podcast. It wasn't that long ago. It was a little over a year ago. So it wasn't that uh, long in terms of uh, timing as far as the online space goes. But there was a lot of different changes that happened over that time. At the time when I launched the podcast, the biggest buzz at the time was private blog networks and paying for backlinks and getting backlinks from those different types of networks. And everybody was doing it. Uh, well, not me personally, but a lot of people that were very, um, let's just say vocal in the field were having great success with it. They were talking about it. Basically, things couldn't go wrong. You know, you pay for a couple hundred dollars to get these links on these private blog networks. It was catapulting your content to the top of the rankings so you could get a lot of traffic, a lot of sales, and things were good. There was a lot of income reports about people making, you know, several hundred dollars to over a couple thousand dollars just from the results of their private blog networks. So, of course, if anything sounds too good to be true, it generally is. So they were able to reap the benefits for a short period of time. I would say it was about a year, year and a half or so. So that's actually pretty long in the online marketing space and the website uh, niche site business. But they were able to reap those benefits for a short period of time. But um, th those things have since gone to the wayside. Spencer Hawes, you guys probably follow him at Niche Pursuits. He posted a blog post and podcast episode about, okay, Google, you won. I will never use a private blog network again. So a lot of these things ebb and flow. Prior to that, it was guest blogging networks that were specifically set up just so people could put guest blog posts out there and get backlinks. Those were penalized previously. So it's it's always something, something new, something that people can take advantage of to kind of exploit and get to the top of the rankings in Google, since that's where the majority of traffic comes from as far as search engines go. So there's always somebody trying to come up with something new, some new way to get to the top of the rankings, and uh, usually it doesn't take too long, but, uh, you know, whether it's a couple of months, a couple of years, 
eventually those types of things get weeded out. So, you know, Matt Cutts, who is one of the big guys from the SEO side of Google, has always been the guy to follow to kind of keep up and see what uh, is coming up next. And at one point, Google authorship gave you a great benefit. Uh, You could see your picture, some of the followers that you have on Google+, which would give you precedence when it came to ranking and people might be more likely to click on your post. That was something that they were um, focusing on and trying to get everybody to get on board with, but then they changed their own setup. So there's no longer doing the Google authorship markup and you're not getting that added benefit. So the, the bottom line is there's always something that's constantly changing that you have to be on top of. But the only thing that's really stayed true this whole time is that if you have great content, you're providing value for your readers, you're solving a problem, whether it's on a blog, on a podcast, on a video feed, wherever you're submitting that content. If you're adding value and you're doing things to help your community, that's always going to be something that's going to continue to get you more subscribers, continue to bring you more traffic, and it's going to help you be a success. Now, if you're just putting out you know, thin content sites, trying to game the system and trying to get some affiliate sales for just a couple of products, or maybe one particular product and you're just scraping content from other sites and you're really not providing anything new or adding value, those types of things don't work as well anymore as they used to. You know, three to five years ago, you could put up a three-page content site or maybe even a one-page content site, get that content to rank, bring in traffic, and get affiliate sales from that. It's a lot more difficult to do these days. People are much smarter. You know, they can spot a spammy type site a mile away. And while you may get a little bit of traffic or a couple of sales here and there, it's not something that's going to sustain you for the long haul. But if you're truly focusing on adding value for your customers and solving pain points that they may have and just really reaching out and doing the best you can to help somebody else get to where they want to be that's really what's going to you know achieve results and going to sustain you for the long haul that's going to you know continue to bring in more followers you're going to get some great feedback along the way it may take a while at first it took me well over a year year and a half before anything started to take off for me if you've been listening from the beginning you know that I kind of eased into the whole online blogging thing and I set up a free blogger blog over at uh, Blogspot. I just created, I was just basically writing content for myself to see if writing was something I would stick with. When I started out, I found Pat Flynn, and then he had mentioned at the time there was a site called Info Barrel where you could write to. So I was basically testing out my writing, seeing if writing was something I was interested in, was something I would stick with. And that's, you know, always what I recommend. Try something out. There's such low barriers to entry with any of this online stuff. You could go pick any platform, doesn't matter what it is, and just start. Start writing something, even if it's on your own computer and you don't even have to publish something. Start writing. See if it's something that interests you. Or if you want to go right into audio, you could start recording audio. Save it on your own PC. You don't have to publish anything. Just get used to doing it. The more you do something like that, the more it becomes second nature and you won't be as apprehensive. Initially, I could not stand listening to my voice. I still don't listen to my published podcast episodes, but I do listen to them several times as I'm editing editing them. So as I go over them and edit some things out, 
and uh, make some changes. I'm listening to them, but it's something that I did not want to do initially. I think the first couple episodes, I may have just cut out a couple of you know blatantly obvious noises. Cat would come by, knock something over, those types of things. But I really did not hardly even listen to the first couple episodes and just hit record, save, and publish. So you don't have to be really good at something initially. You just have to have that desire to get started, that excitement, and you just have to actually get started. Once you do that, the more you do it, the more comfortable you'll feel, just like anything. The more comfortable you feel, the less unknowns that are out there, and the more confident you'll feel, and that'll come across in your content. So just get started. It doesn't have to be on your main site. Maybe you have a main idea that you think is going to be you know, long-term site, couple of years, you're really going to stick with it, you're going to turn it into an online business, you don't have to start with that. Start with something smaller, create yourself a test site that you can just play, you can learn WordPress, you can get some content out there. Even if it's out there, it doesn't mean that that's going to be what everybody knows you as. Oh, you created this terrible site when you first started. I've created five or six sites that are no longer out there that were just experiments at the time, interested in a couple of TV shows that a friend of mine and I were creating a website around. That never went anywhere. A couple of niche sites that I've created, like I had a Spanish language learning affiliate site, and all my keyword research numbers looked great. It looked like it was going to be a really successful site. Never went anywhere. Never got any traffic. Not every idea is going to be a home run. Some things that you think, yeah, maybe this is okay, but it's not ideal, that could end up taking off and be your success. And you could run with that and continue on into the foreseeable future. But you never really know what's going to materialize until you put in the effort, get things going, let it sit out there for a month or two to get some traffic and rankings, and kind of see where it's going to go. It is really cliche, but this is not a sprint, it's a marathon. It really is true. During the first two years or so, I would say that I was doing the experimenting. So in the first year, I wasn't expecting much of anything. So really, not much of anything materialized. So you should absolutely feel that if you put in the effort something is going to happen. Something is going to start to take shape. It's going to take time. It's like a momentum type of thing. Once things start to pick up, they really continue from there, and they're kind of on autopilot for a little bit, but it always takes some care and maintenance along the way. But initially, during that first two years, I had a lot of setbacks. I would start, you know, just basically writing personal information for folks out there, Along the way, I would maybe review a couple of products and try to provide value, but I wasn't seeing a lot of traction. I was seeing traffic start to pick up and certain things, but I never really got the following or the comments, and I still don't get a lot of comments to this day, so that doesn't necessarily mean if you're not getting comments or maybe you're not seeing the subscribers initially that you thought you would. If you're looking in Google Analytics and you're seeing some traffic hitting your site, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not on your way to success. It's just a slow process. It takes time for that to basically incubate, for the rankings to hit, for Google to find your content. All those things do take time. And it's and when you're so excited and you're initially hoping for great things, it's going to feel like an eternity because I know along the way, the, those first two years, I wasn't getting hardly any subscribers. I wasn't getting many comments at all, and I was getting very little sales. During that first year, the only thing that I got, I believe, if I remember correctly, was maybe one or two affiliate sales, and they weren't actually enough to hit the payment thresholds for those particular 
affiliate networks. So for instance, they also had some AdSense clicks during that first year, but they have a $100 payout threshold. So I had maybe 40 or so dollars in that account. I can't remember exactly, but I never actually got a payout during that first year. So it was a bit frustrating. I had seen how successful Pat Flynn had been and some other folks that I follow like Mark Mason, Cliff Ravenscraft, Andrew Hansen, Chris Guthrie, Jason and Jeremy from Internet Business Mastery. Those are the types of guys I was listening to at the time when I first started, and they really motivated me to get started, but I wasn't seeing that same level of success. And I know it was a bit frustrating. I wasn't looking for it to immediately replace my income. It was more of a side project. I had some free time. It was something that allowed me to learn some new technologies, which I always like to do. And I was just kind of experimenting with it. I had some siblings that had started their own blogs and they were having some success because they had a you know big network of other bloggers that were in those same phases of life that they were. They were just starting to have kids. So it was a mommy blogger type thing. And they were getting a lot of shares, but I was watching what they were doing and seeing what was working for them. And they weren't looking to monetize their sites in any way. So it was more just to chronicle their kids upbringing their lives but I saw what was really working for them and reaching out helping others providing other moms out there with some tips on what worked for raising their kids and they were just really helping out in in between the personal posts which just kind of chronicling the lives of my nieces and nephews there was a lot of helpful posts in there and those were the most popular they were getting comments on those and it was really I was learning from them indirectly while I was creating my sites on the side. So it, you know, just do something is the bottom line. If you have some ideas, don't spend a month and a half trying to research thinking you need to have the perfect domain name. You need to have the perfect set of keywords. Certainly do some keyword research. Spend an hour or two to try to figure out if there's enough traffic. Are these keywords that you're going to target as your primary keyword something you can rank for to get on the first page of Google? Certainly, spend some time doing some keyword research. Plug the keyword phrases into something like Longtail Pro. Make sure the numbers are there. They look good. You, you can compete to get on the first page of Google for whatever keyword phrases you're looking to target. And then take some action. You're not going to get anywhere, obviously, if you don't take that first step to put yourself out there to start learning, to start just trying anything and everything that you can to be successful. There will be a lot of failures along the way. I know I've ran into many of them myself. And it's best if you can surround yourself with like-minded folks that are in the same space trying to do the same type of thing. It doesn't have to be in the same niche. But groups like our private Facebook mastermind group online that we have for niche site tools is just just a great place to surround yourself with other people and to ask questions and say, hey, I tried this, but man, I had a tank in my traffic or I changed this one thing here and this just isn't working. You can get some sort of feedback from other people. You don't feel like you're alone. And a lot of times, a lot of us will start out completely alone, isolated, and we may get some motivation from a podcast here or a blog post there. But for the most part, we're working in a vacuum. So we're kind of trying to learn everything and do everything ourselves. And, and that's okay. Initially, a lot of times we don't have the money up front or we don't have the knowledge on you know who can help you out 
or what types of things can help set you up for success? What's going to work? What tools can I get that are really going to help me? Those types of things. It can really help to be a member of a community, to subscribe to a website that, uh, like niche site tools or whatever your niche might be, subscribe to some of those sites where other people are doing exactly what you're trying to do. And that can really mean the difference between success or failure for you because if you do run into something that just really, like let's say you get hit with a Google penalty or something really really disastrous hits where you were starting to have some success, things were going great, you started to get some sales and uh, things started to kind of run on autopilot and you're starting to have a certain level of success and then you got hit with some sort of penguin panda update penalty type thing and your sales and uh, traffic tank. That's happened to a lot of the big folks in the online space at some point in time. It's always best to build that support system early and have that in place so that when you do run into some setbacks, you have folks there that can offer advice or offer encouragement to help keep you going because it's really easy in this online market space to just hit a roadblock and then want to quit, say, oh, this isn't for me. I thought this would work out. This is just too much effort. All those types of things have come across my mind many, 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 many times in the past. So don't get frustrated. It is definitely a long-term thing. You need to be prepared to stick with it and to roll with whatever changes come out. That's kind of a big part of the fun. As long as you know that things are going to constantly change and you're going to need to adapt, at least that's part of the process. You know that going in, you're not blindsided when it happens, and you know that it's a constant learning process. So it's going to constantly keep you on your toes. So it's a good thing. You always want to stay learning and keep your mind active. So all that is good. Just know that if you have your support system in place and have that community ahead of time that you can help weather that storm and you can help each other get through it. So that's kind of where I wanted to go with most of this episode here. I hope that I've helped you guys out as far as the podcast, as far as the website goes. And I wanted to give a shout out to everyone out there. But more specifically, I wanted to thank a lot of the folks that helped get me started and help keep me going on a daily basis. So when I started initially, like I mentioned, when I started way back and actually started working with WordPress and creating my own niche sites and the niche site tool site, at that time it was Pat Flynn, the main heavy hitters. Mark Mason was one I really resonated with because he was on a lower level than Pat. Pat's always the you know top of the mountain and everybody, a lot of the people that come to my site say, hey, I found you through Pat or indirectly I saw, you know, came through Pat's site, ended up finding your site. However, they ended up at my site and I'm just more down to earth and more approachable and people resonate with that starting level a lot more than you know making whatever it is that he makes now per month which is at last check I think it was about a hundred thousand dollars in the prior month so that's awesome that's something we're all shooting for in the back of our minds I think you know who wouldn't want to have that type of it's not really passive for him he's still constantly working on it but Everything he's created prior to today is passive, so all that's out there working for him is affiliate links, and he's obviously providing a huge value for his audience, and he's kind of the one that I tried to model some of what I do around, but Mark Mason was kind of on a lower level over at LateNightIM.com. He's since uh, dropped out a little bit. He's trying to keep his podcast going, but he's having a little bit of trouble doing that in 2015, but he's still a great guy and still one that I modeled a lot 
lot of what I started out doing towards. He wasn't perfect. Pat, you know, whatever he does seems to turn to gold. And, you know, just everything he does is really well polished. Of course, initially it wasn't always like that, but he's always been one that a lot of people strive to be like. But Mark was on that lower level for me. So he was really approachable. I could reach out to him, email him, make comments on his site, and he would respond and offer suggestions. And he would head over to my site occasionally and make a comment. So that's the type of thing that I think I resonate with a lot of you guys out there. Very approachable. As you know, I'm in the Facebook group all the time. If you reach out to me via email with a question or a comment, I'm always going to respond to you. So at right now, I have that luxury where I don't have millions of followers and I don't have hundreds of emails per day. I have that luxury to be able to reach out and I wanted to kind of give back to you guys as a way to say thank you for being there and to kind of let you know how I got started out. So a lot of those same motivators that you guys probably have, Pat Flynn, Mark Mason was one for me. Another one of the folks I followed was Chris Guthrie. Lately, he's been focusing on his uh, online Amazon type stuff with the Amazon FBA program, but previously he was doing a lot of different things, a lot of case studies. And at the time when I launched the podcast, I think Tim Page, who now works over at Lead Pages with uh, John Lee Dumas, Tim Page had created the awesome podcast and he had just started out. He was a guy that was from the same area of the country that I grew up in. And I reached out to him for a bit. He was a real, you know, motivated, inspirational type person. At the time, Cliff Ravenscraft, I was listening to really often, and he was approachable at the time. So there was a real common key for me. Uh, another person was James and Arlene from the Affiliate Buzz. So those were a lot of the podcasts I was listening to at the time. And uh, the common factor for most of those was that when I reached out to them, when I had some questions early on, they were there for me. They responded. They provided some insight or answered a question, even if it was just a really quick answer after maybe a week or two of me sending the email, they got back to me. And that's kind of what I try to provide to you guys is that approachability that, you know, regular guy, as a lot of folks say on the podcast, I keep it real on the podcast. They're never perfect. There's always things that I could edit out of the podcast. There's always ways I could be better, but I'm trying to strive to be better for you guys to make the show better, to make it more entertaining. But I also think it helps to show that if the show's not perfect, if I don't get everything right, if I don't have the best audio quality, if I got some background noise, whatever might be going on, that just shows I'm not perfect. And you guys don't have to be perfect to put out some great content, to get some traffic, to get some sales, and to start having success, however you define that for your online business. It, it's just that's kind of what I resonated with starting and I heard some other podcasts that I can't even remember the names of them now but I'm like man if this guy can put a couple episodes of a podcast out there he got me to subscribe to his site and he hasn't had any podcast episodes for a year and a half but man if this guy can do it I can do it too and if, even if I just provide that motivation to you guys I think it's a huge success because that's what I'm really here for I'm here to motivate you guys to take some action to get started with your own project and to start working towards those goals, whatever they are for you, whether it's to have an additional income on the side, to be able to take an extra vacation. Maybe eventually you'd like to replace your income completely. Maybe you'd like to have your uh, husband or wife work from home so that they can take care of the kids. Whatever the case may be, I want to help you get you where you want to be 
to have success, however you define that, with your online adventures. Along those lines, I'd like to take some time now to thank a lot of you folks out there that have helped to make the site a success, podcast a success, and things like the Mastermind Group a success as well. Without you guys out there and the interactions and the feedback, letting me know that what I'm doing is resonating with you guys, that keeps me motivated to create great content because otherwise if I'm just putting stuff out there and nobody's listening or I'm not getting any feedback whatsoever, it's really difficult. Like I said, it's great to have that community, to know that other people are working towards similar goals, and that is just so important to me, and it helps make the show better for everyone. So I wanted to take this time. There's a lot of folks I want to thank. If I'm sure I'll miss a couple of folks, and if I do, I apologize ahead of time. If you don't hear your name and you think that you should have, definitely send me a note, and I'll be glad to mention you in an upcoming episode as well. But there's a lot of folks that uh, have interacted regularly, often, and uh, have really provided some some great stuff for the show. So first off, I wanted to thank everybody in my initial mastermind. You've heard me mention these guys before. Crystal, Marcus, Jeff, and Bill, and indirectly Mike Martins. And how my initial mastermind came about was a really weird way. I had commented on one of Pat Flynn's posts on his site, and someone had seen my comment and reached out to me and said, hey, I want to set up this system where we comment on each other's posts. What do you think about that? We can get some more traffic to our sites and get things going that way. We ended up having a Google Hangout and uh, reached out and kind of spoke with each other on a Hangout at one point, and then we decided to branch off from uh, the initial discussions that we were having, and a couple of us wanted to form our own mastermind group. So that was just completely random, and that was what really started the mastermind concept for me and motivated me to create the private Facebook mastermind group that we have over at nichelighttools.com forward slash mastermind. And it was just a way to reach out to have that support system and uh, you know kind of network with other folks. So that was a really random way that came about, but the bottom line was that was really instrumental for me and I think for a lot of the folks in there as well. I know Crystal created her site fineartmom.com where she's been doing some projects for kids art and things of that nature. Marcus has his own website over at ourpeacefulfamily.com where he does an awesome podcast helping folks especially in the first year of their marriage get through some of the issues you run into. Jeff's had some different projects. I know he's working on some things now. And Bill is kind of doing his own thing, kind of discovering where he wants to be. But bottom line is that was great for all of us to network. And that really started propelling my site to a lot of different avenues. Podcast had already been started at that point, but it really gave me a lot of different ideas to think about and different content uh, topics to talk about. So it was really instrumental in just kind of networking and, and establishing friendships that continue to this day. So I really look for insight from Crystal, Marcus, and Jeff a lot. If I have any questions or want to run something by anybody, I always reach out to them and they're always great and uh, get back to me right away. So it's been great for all of us, I believe. And uh, it's just really instrumental. So thank you guys. appreciate you guys helping me get things started and get to where I am today. And I also wanted to thank a few folks that I have interacted with via email, either in emails that I've sent out looking for some responses back or that have reached out to me. That would be Paul, Sarah, Jose, Stu, Elsa, Avi, 
Jerry, Charlie, Randy, Aaron, Jeff, and Andrew. Thank you so much as well. In, in addition to that, there's a lot of folks on the Facebook group that are active all the time and have been active from the start. And I wanted to personally thank all of you guys out there. So Joe, Nick, Matt, Jason, Nathan, Thomas, Lori, Dirk, Andre, Andrea, Michael, Brian, Chad, Jeff, Gerhardt, and most recently, Megan. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate the interactions that you guys have had, not only with myself, but anytime anybody asks questions on the group. You guys have been really motivational to me and provide regular feedback, so keep that up. really helps keep the site going and continue to do that, and I am so grateful to have you there, and I hope I can continue to watch in your successes and be a part of that. So thank you guys so much, and uh, I'm really glad to see some of the efforts that you guys are putting forth in your site. There's been a lot of niche sites launched that I've seen uh, specific examples of from the site or that they've reached out to me directly, and it's great to see these sites and to see them start from nothing and just take shape and take form. A lot of them look way better than any niche site I've ever created. So it's great to see my interaction with them and to say I gave them the motivation and the seeds to get things going and plant those seeds and watch them grow. But they've gone leaps and bounds above some of the things I've done. So that's awesome to see. Another example is Matt over in the Facebook group recently launched his Australian Backpacking Podcast. So it's so great to see all these different projects unfold before our eyes. It's great to see that the effort put in materializes into something that they've really been striving for. And that's really the goal of the site. And it's really beginning to unfold even better than I expected. So I just wanted to reach out and say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being out there for 50 episodes for any of you that listened all along the way. And thanks to all of you that have been a part of the community and helped make the site and the podcast a success. So Heartfelt, thank you so much. Greatly appreciate it. And if you're relatively new to the site or the podcast, if you haven't yet subscribed, head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash subscribe and you'll get emails anytime new posts come out. So you'll be in the loop on anything we're talking about. And you'll also get two keyword, um, my keyword research guide, which is one e-guide that I put out and also a seven simple SEO tips guide as well. And in addition to that, if you'd like to be a part of the community and interact with us more on a one-to-one basis, all the folks that I've mentioned on the show here today, you can head over to nichesitetools.com forward slash mastermind, and I will add you to the group right away. It's a private Facebook group where anything you say in there will be only between us folks in the group, like-minded folks, so you can feel comfortable that things you share there, questions you ask will remain private. And uh, everybody is super cool over there, very laid back and very helpful. Again, thank you all so much for being here. And I'd like to quickly thank my cat, Monkey, who's laying on my mouse hand right now. So it's making difficult to move my mouse around. But he's been on probably 50% of the episodes sitting on the desk, sitting on my lap, and uh, just keeping me company during the episodes as well. So I want to give him a quick shout out too. But thank you guys so much. Here's to many, many more episodes. And as always, if you have any topics for upcoming episodes or anything you'd like to see covered, either drop a comment in the show notes for any of the episodes or just send me an email to chris at nichesitetools.com or, of course, reach out in the private Facebook mastermind group. Thanks again. I hope you have a fantastic upcoming week. Bye-bye. 